0: Well, welcome to our very first podcast, or if you're watching us on YouTube, or however you're joining us, we're just so blessed that we have Vicky Simpson here today. Yay! (laughs) We're just squeezing our very last ability, potentially, to be in the same room.
1: Before they lock us all up.
0: That's right. Legally, (laughs) we have our safe social distancing. We've been doing appropriate hand washing, all that jazz. I would have loved to hug you.
1: (laughs) I know. And squeeze you. Very hard for us. Sanguine, extroverts, affectionate type people. Impossible. They do need to lock us up, otherwise we can't
0: stop touching people. (laughs) Um, I can't stop touching my face. So that's – anyway, that's a confession (laughs) for everybody. For those of you who maybe don't know who Vicky is, she's an incredible recognised prophetic voice, not just in our movement um, but across denominations. A C3 chick with Pastor Phil and Chris Pringle, um, which we love the C3 movement, such a blessing – and yeah. you've been ministering for twenty eight years.
1: Yeah, full time. Another ten years before that, you know, in my local church. Yeah. Wow. So that's the extent of my prophetic experience. Yeah. Yeah, which is quite extensive. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think so. I think so.
0: <laughs> and you, anyone who knows you, knows about Damien, your husband. My
1: husband, hashtag Speedy Simpson, hashtag Sexy, Leg Simpson. <laughs> Sexy Legs Simpson. I love. <laughs> Does he like that? No, he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine Felix would hate that as well. Actually, um, for our last anniversary, I posted on um, Instagram, uh, 14 years married to the sexiest legs in Sydney, and I immediately lost about 10 Instagram followers. That is hilarious. And so I said, clearly, men who were devastated to find out that I was married. (laughs) I thought that could be the only explanation. But yes, Damien um, is an architect and long distance runner, hence the speedy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well,
0: I yeah, I love following you guys on Instagram. I think you are a, a fun, fun, and beautiful couple to <laughs> oh, follow. Thank you. And I guess I I first saw you ministering up at Horizon. We had a leadership meeting that Pastor Brad was it the first time that was the first time Pastor oh. Brad hosted. You came and you're going to share a little bit of what yeah. you shared then. But I was so impacted by your ability to. Bring the word of God so naturally. I think it really encouraged me me of the prophetic delivered again naturally as well but so sharp and so profound and I've been encouraged to see you operate in your gift. It's definitely stirred me on as well. Um, as a female minister, I think you were, you were so yourself and so mm. anointed at yeah. the same
1: time. Yeah, I think he just joined the dots there. That's, what, that's who God anoints.
0: Yes. You know, when
1: you're yourself. It's like the apostle Paul said, by the grace of God, I am who I am. Mm. And, um, and I've found that I can't be anything other than who I am. Yes. And yeah, I'm pretty down to earth. I'm an Aussie chick, an Aussie Italian chick. Yes. And, um, and I I've, I've found, I've, I learned very early that when I was being myself, that was that was who God used mm. yeah. yeah so i'm really encouraged to hear that, that that was a blessing to you yeah
0: absolutely and i think at this time we had you booked in to come yeah. in may um, which i was so excited about but we, I thought we'd bring you in because I'd love to hear really about what God's been saying to you. I just value the prophetic gift yeah. on your life and I think we're in a significant time as a church. Yeah. And God's been speaking to you just in the years leading up to this yeah. moment, which I feel like we're in a, a significant time globally. But, of course, yeah, from, 100%. A, from mm. a church perspective, God's always doing something, you know, yes. to build his church. And did you do you want to speak into that? Yeah,
1: Look, I'd love to share um, the vision that God gave me um, two years ago. And I'm not a prophet who actually has a lot of visions. I tend to be more a hearer Mm. and a feeler. But two years ago, I had this vision and Jesus, I saw the Lord Jesus pick up a Rubik's cube and I actually, I, ch- I carry one on my key ring <laughs> as a key ring, you know, for, so it's with me always. Uh, Jesus picked up a Rubik's cube and I saw him start to play with it. You know, like those fellas who mm. solve them in record times. So this is a mini one. So, to, 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 to. and then he put it down on the table and I noticed that he had messed it up. He hadn't actually mm. solved it. it. was It was all messed up. He looked at it and he wasn't that happy and he went like this. He went, uh, I ar. so, don't know if the camera's catching this because it is quite small. forgot to bring my big one. But it was like that. It wasn't even a cube as we know it anymore. Mm. And I went, Lord, what have I just seen? And he said, it's my church. There's a new wineskin coming. Mm. Ask my people, are they willing to relinquish control? And... And then in the next breath, he said, there's a revival of creativity coming, mm. not limited to the arts. And he said that this new wineskin would be very counterintuitive. That wouldn't be what people would, would expect it to be. So people often talk about um, the new thing, yeah. the new thing. But, but really, uh, this is a new thing, what I believe God is doing. It's, it's unprecedented. We don't have a point of reference. Because when it's new, it's really new. Yes. You know, people kind of just see, tend to think of new as being the old done better. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. New is new. So that was two years ago. And only in recent days, I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, uh, Vicky, the Rubik's Cube is in full swing. Yeah, wow. And the thing that really uh, impressed me at the time that I've not, not forgotten was the speed. Mm the speed at which Jesus' hands were moving, they were moving so fast and the pieces were moving so fast. It was literally just a blur of motion. And, and yes, clearly whatever God was doing was fast, but even I didn't foresee how fast well, this was going to happen or even have any idea what was going to be the catalyst, that there would be this worldwide virus yes. pandemic. And um, this is the irony because I feel like there's all these paradoxes and one of them is that, that God is using a time of sickness to actually bring about health. Yes. You know, he's using, he's using a time when it seems like everything's having to stop to actually accelerate mm. his purposes. You know, he's using a time of, like, isolation to actually bring us closer together. Yeah. So I think we're going to actually look back on this season in months and years to come and actually say, my goodness, the very thing that we would expect, actually bring death, is actually is actually has brought about an incredible release of life mm. to the church, to the communities. Not in any way, Billy. I want to say to people, as a as a prophet, you know, when you're seeing a spiritual reality, spiritual realities do not negate natural realities. Yeah, and. Um, not wanting to appear hard hearted or callous. Yes. Yeah, there, yeah. There, there, there is some serious stuff going down. There, there are people losing their mm. lives. There are people who mm. are very sick. I'm not, I'm not, there people who are losing their, their businesses. <coughs> Excuse me, not, not, not Corona. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm with a tickle in the throat. Um, I mean, this is, this is serious stuff. Yeah. But, but spiritual realities do not negate natural realities. And vice versa. That's right. So that's what I'm going to be speaking to is these spiritual realities. And it,
0: I do feel, and I guess anyone who who is listening would potentially connect with that feeling because I do. As mm. a pastor, I've got this weird sense of excitement yeah. at the same time with the reality of the extreme stress and pressure yeah. and challenges, but then you've got that deep sense that God is doing something. And I know when you did your prophetic pop-up, which if anyone yeah. wants to follow Vicky, you yeah, should follow, follow her. Me, yes. She's been doing these incredible <laughs> pop-ups. And when you did your pop-up about the Rubik's Cube, the Holy Spirit just, you know, I just said, yes, this, the, I, this makes sense. Because are you ready to relinquish control? Yeah. It's in this point where often we say, yeah, yeah, we are, but we're not.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And
0: everything that's happened in the two weeks that have gone, things that we've relied on, particularly as pastors, it's like your bread and butter, it's your gathering, it's your things that we know that we can do. And in those structures, we can become less creative Mm. and we can live in the safe zone. And one of my words for our leaders this year was having faith that moves us outside of our comfort zone. Pardon me. That's great. And yeah. this has caused all of us to move outside of our comfort zone. I'm watching pastors yeah. who don't naturally feel comfortable on camera. It's like you're pushed out of your comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, that's right. We're having to, and I think things that we would otherwise, if we weren't forced to, we wouldn't have done it this
1: year. There's so many things we wouldn't have done if it wasn't yeah. for this season. Oh, look, I've totally avoided yeah. the, 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 the social media video space. Yes. Like, I've been active... With you know my posts and mm. and words, but video, I I just had a real thing about that a, a fear thing, and um, and it was only a few weeks ago I was speaking to Christine Kane at Color, and she really embraced that space a long yes. time ago. Yes, and I was actually saying to her like how I know that I had I put a ceiling over myself. Mm. This is before all this Corona virus restrictions uh, were, were had even started. And she said to me, um, Yes, it does make you a target because, you know, I don't, that, that, that's a, bit a part of the fear. Mm-hmm. Having a little bit of an Achilles heel in the area of rejection, Yeah, um, not wanting to put myself out there. She said, Yeah, it does make you a target, but that's the price you pay. And it was like, it was a huge aha moment for me. Mm. That's the price you pay. I, I understand that language the yes. price, the cost yeah. of the ministry, of the calling. And so when this all happened, when, for me, you know, once they said no more gatherings or 100 plus, Mm. that was three months of ministry. Bam! Yeah. Conferences, uh, my primary source of income and um, just gone overnight Mm. and realising I was going to have to reinvent really quickly. Yes. And find a place to minister because a minister's got to minister. Absolutely. And the word's still got to get out and the gospel has to be preached. And I thought, okay, I was already prepared. God had already sown that seed. Mm. But yes, being more visible makes you more of a target. And I reckon in the last, the last few days, like in less than a week, I have broken through barriers that I have been hiding behind for years. Incredible. It's incredible, and that's exciting. It
0: is exciting.
1: So I totally understand, you know, what you're talking about. And for you as a pastor, Lou, you, you got that tension between you, know, the burden of people mm. in in your congregation who they're suffering right now. Yeah. I mean, and you know, your pastor's heart, your shepherd's heart would be would be feeling that, and you're having to navigate that. At the same time, you've got a prophetic side, and anyone who's hearing what the Spirit is saying, mm. we know that these are actually exciting times. So that's where we're all living right now. Yes, it's like that happy scared space. It's like that.
0: It is. It's both at the same it's time. It's both at the
1: same time. The 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 the, 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 the excited the excited painful um, space.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I guess, and it's for people because I think it's going to be for everyone, not just. People in our context you oh, from the platform. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. it's incredible to watch all different sectors reinventing themselves. You've got personal trainers, you know, yes. doing uh online things. Yeah. And you the word about creativity and not just limited ah, to the yes, arts. Yes, I yes. think that's very significant. Yeah, yeah, because that was everybody.
1: Yeah, like with that that vision of the Rubik's Cube, um, you yeah, know, the Lord said to me, yeah. It's new wineskin time. Mm. Ask my people they're willing to relinquish control. You referred to that, which makes uh, some people manifest a bit more than others. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he said there would be a revival of creativity not limited to the arts. And the the, the pops of colour. Mm. It's like there's just pops of colour. And he said to me that uh, diversity was... A godly term. Mm. Diversity was a godly term, term that has been attached to a political yes. agenda. Yeah, um, And he, he also, I felt the Holy Spirit give me the word homogenised. My church is in danger of becoming homogenised. I actually had to look that up. Mm. Even though I have an English degree, I often don't assume that I know what the Lord is saying when he gives me a specific word. And so I googled homogenised. And it simply means to be made uniform. Mm. So, you know, like with... You've got a you know, a litre of milk, homogenized milk, it's just been made, it's it's uniform. I always felt like the Lord had got a bit bored with what we're doing. Yeah. And and he said that there was going to be this revival of creativity, not limited to the arts. And so mm. that means it's 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 something that is accessible and available and and taking place in all areas of life, all sectors of the community. And and as you referred to earlier, the pressure. Of having to reinvent, think outside the square, access the ideas of God. I'm reminded of, of Isaiah 55. For mm. The Lord said, my ways aren't your ways, says the yeah. Lord. My thoughts aren't your thoughts. Yeah. Higher than the heavens are above the earth are my ways and my thoughts. And that's what we are being forced to access is the higher ways and thoughts of God. But that's awesome because they've is. been there for us all along. Yeah, it's like we kind of like you know if it's, if it don't fix it if it ain't broken you know like yeah. and he's <laughs> what we're, well, we're really proud of Lord saying you know what is actually there's it, it, something new there's something better something that's actually going to be so much more fruitful and i think when you said and i i
0: so vividly remember you saying the new thing isn't the old thing you know which i think we yeah, do do that it's not just an improvement of the old no exactly and i And that just even stretches us because we just seem to be brave and not afraid of failing as well and being brave enough to grow in this season and I think you touching on even from a camera point of view, like it's scary to put your face up there, I felt that as well. And last Sunday when we went, we've live streamed for years but not in this context where more people are watching from home as opposed to less. And... Being aware that you're not going to be perfect and that's okay. That's and right. growth actually happens in that space. And I think we limit creativity and we limit our ability to grow yeah. and stretch when we're trying yeah. to be this polished, perfect.
1: And I think that's been a part of the problem. Agreed. Yeah. Especially, you know, in, in the, the Western spirit field, you know, mm-hmm. contemporary church, mm-hmm. um, image has been a thing. Yeah. And to have things, excellence. ...got hijacked by perfectionism. Yeah. Like it's... It, there, there has uh, been a lack of clarity, I mm. believe, in the distinction. Excellence is a thing of spirit. Excellence is an attitude of heart. Yeah. It's not about just getting everything perfect. Yes. And I think that there's been a lot of creativity... that is ...that has been locked up by this spirit of perfectionism. Mm. And, yeah, now people are, We've got to have a go. Can I say... I don't think even this is the new yet. Like it's just no, started. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. People are thinking, oh yeah, church online—that's the new. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's not. That's not all of it, actually. I mean, I know a prophet, and he put online recently. Well, what if the next virus is a Wi-Fi virus? Yes. I know that. That's really really sets a cat amongst the pigeons, doesn't it? But it's God would still have answers. God mm. would. Nothing is impossible for our God. That's There's right. Is anything too difficult for me? That is that that is the the times in which we live.
0: Yes, and the church has always thrived under persecution oh. and under pressure and so oh, and yeah, under absolutely. challenges. And so I think even if that were the case and I agree many churches have been successfully doing things online for years as yes. well and I think it's time for the the church to really be the church in a new way, as well, in a new way that we haven't known before. So we're going to wrap up, and Vicky's going to join us again to share another word afterwards. But thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That's been great. It's been
1: great having a chat.
0: Yes.